We're live. We're live. Good morning. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm hoping you're feeling wonderfully well. Um, good morning, Lisa. Good morning. I want to say something to you. I'm going to give you the definition and I want you to guess the word. Here's the first definition. An intense feeling of deep affection. That's the definition. So what's the word? Here's the second definition. A great interest and pleasure in something. What is the word? We'll see you in a minute. We're going to talk about it in a minute. <laughs> Good morning, my name is Brian McNeil. And I am Lisa Santiago McNeil. And thank you for joining us on our show, Let's Talk About It. We come to each Monday through Friday right here on the SIBN Network, on iHeartRadio, YouTube, TuneIn, as well as Facebook Live. Good morning. Good morning, good morning. Like, 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 like. Good morning. Good morning. Did you guess what it was? Do you really know? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Lisa? Yes. I have an intense feeling of deep affection for you. Okay. <laughs> you should probably get that checked out. <laughs> Come on, Dr. Deborah. Lisa, I yeah. have a great interest and pleasure in something. In you, okay? Okay. What am I describing? I'm going to do it one more time. I got to do it one more time, baby. Lisa, mm -hmm. I have an intense feeling of deep affection for you. Okay. That's the definition. That's the dictionary's definition of the word. Anybody got a guess as to what the word is? <laughs> Good morning, Dr. Deborah. Good morning, Brittany. The word is Lisa is about to sing it a second ago. <laughs> the word is today's topic. The word is, uh, man, I just love this, an intense feeling of deep affection. The word is love. And we want to talk about love today. Dr. Deborah got it. That's right, Dr. Deborah. The word is love. We want to talk about love today. Um, we want to talk about love in the in a in a full way today, too. And we have a guest as well. But the word love, I want to talk about it today. I woke up with it on my heart today. Love. Like, what is it that you love? And why do you love that thing? What is it that you love to do? And why do you love to do? What do you love about yourself and why? And then one of our favorite books. One of the all-time favorite books is um, The Greatest Salesman in the World. The Greatest Salesman in the World by Agmandino. They got a whole chapter titled, Let Love Be Your Greatest Weapon. Love. That's what I want to talk about today. Yeah? Yeah. You can talk about it. Okay, cool. I'm not sure I've seen you wear this uh, shawl with this dress before. I probably haven't because I haven't worn this dress in probably a year. Maybe more. Really? Think? Yeah, because the green screen couldn't wear that's it. That's right, that's right. And since we're on a wall now, I can wear this green shirt, which I like. My girl is here. Good Buenos morning. dias, Sister Jacqueline. According to Jacqueline, good morning. Buenos dias. Diga, buenos dias. Um, what or, does it really mean? Buenos dias means good morning. I know what that means. What does love really mean? Oh, what does love really mean? That's the question. Um, I, I I don't think it's terrible because the dictionary has been worse at this. An intense feeling of deep affection. I'm not sure that's a terrible definition. That's not that bad. Okay. okay. I well, think it's don't have enough depth for it to really be true, but I don't think that's that bad. Good morning, Dexter. Thank you for joining us this Is morning. Is that Mr. Dexter Scott? 
What? Dexter and Tanya Scott, man, we got to hang out with them. They got their house decorated for Christmas now. The outside of the house, anyway, looks really, really nice. I'm not doing that. We're not going to do that, no, but we got us a little treat. <laughs> that I barely even want to decorate that. We're going to decorate that. We're going to do that today. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, right. We so what does the word love mean? When you think of love, the dictionary calls it an intense feeling of deep affection. I am suggesting to you today that love should be your greatest weapon. Are and, you letting love lead the way in your relationship? Yeah. In your work that you decide yeah. to do, in, in all of the activities that you intend to complete. Everything you put your hands and hearts to, your minds to, if you did it with love, would it not be done better? Can you tell when someone cooked the meal with love? You versus... can tell when they cooked it without it. <laughs> I tell you that much. You might can't tell if they cooked it with love, but you can tell if they cooked it without it. Oh, and you know she's right. You know you can tell. What the? <laughs> <laughs> if you got to say what the? You probably didn't have any love in it. But if it did have love in it. We had some turkey uh, wings here the other night. They were cooked with some love. Some turkey wings, baby. Slamming. <laughs> they were cooked with the with the crock pot. But I am grateful that um, that there is love in this home. So we do do things with love. Yes. Um, with love will be like uh, it, there's a line in the um, chapter of let love be your greatest weapon in the greatest salesman world. It says. With love, um, your love can melt the hearts of your prospects just like the sun melts the clay, which I think is a really, really cool idea, mm. you know? I think love is more powerful than people give it credit for oftentimes. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Deborah, thank you so much. Uh, she says, hi, Jacqueline Rosier. We had such a great conversation that we may need to take a trip in person to meet. I'm looking forward to hearing about that. And yes, Lord, yes. Um, Jacqueline, you can tell if something is made without love. You can definitely um, tell that. A good trip, in case y'all don't do it before then, um, next October. That's a ways away. We're going on a cruise. We called it the Empowerment Cruise. Our friend Tara's put together this package called the Empowerment Cruise, where anybody can afford it at very reasonable monthly rates. And between now and then, and we're going to take a cruise. Lisa and I are going to go. We're hoping a bunch of our friends come with us. So that'll be a cool way for Dr. Deborah and Sister Sister Jacqueline to get together with a cruise with us. I look forward to it. I have already put my deposit on the cruise. We'll talk a little bit more about it on tonight, and we'll talk more about it on the 15th, excuse me, on the 10th at the Jumpstart 2022. Hey, Felicia, how Good are morning, you? Good morning, Felicia. How are you? Beautiful people. How you doing? Um, tonight, you said you're going to talk about it, too. What's going on tonight? Tonight is Women Empowerment Networks. Hey, GC Capital Steppers, um, Zach Couture. Tarda is or still Couture, yep. How are you? How are you? And Dr. Deborah said, that's a great idea, Brian. I think it is a great idea. We yep. hope that as many of you who can come with us on the Empowerment Cruise do attend. We'll yeah, that'd be so much fun to have you guys with us on that cruise. It's KT. KT. What's up? Good morning, KT. <laughs> um, 
Where was I going? Oh, yeah, you said tonight. You're going to talk more about it tonight. What's going on tonight? Women Empowerment Networks is happening tonight at 7 p.m. Virtually, Women's Empowerment Networks is an opportunity for women to celebrate women. We get together and we support and encourage one another in a powerful way. So often, women are taking care of others. And in tonight's meeting in Women's Empowerment Network, we take care of each other. We celebrate where you have come from what you have been through, what you are intending to do in 2022, and I cannot wait. Yeah, man. Uh, tonight is also at 7 p.m. Male Empowerment Networks. We're going on that thing. Um, don't lighten up, tighten up. We're going to finish our year strong, finishing strong. We're going to talk about those things uh, to this year. But love, 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 love. Let it be your greatest weapon. How are you going to use love? What do you love about yourself? What do you love doing? What do you love? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our special guest is in the green room now, and I'm excited. I'm excited. We're going to be bringing her up in seven minutes. I'm looking ooh, forward ooh. to Seven minutes. It. She got her face decorated with a smile already, y'all. She She's ready. To, she's not. She's already got her energy going down. <laughs> when you do what you love, I think it definitely impacts what? It impacts the energy that you bring to it. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder to be tired of doing something that you love, although it does come. But more often than not, you're able to push through and persevere because it is moved by more than money, by more than a clock, by more than by more than just a goal. It's more of an objective when you're doing something for love. It was a season of my life, my development years, my teenage years, my early teenage years, throughout my teenage years, probably to about 25, 26, where I played basketball all the time. Okay. Uh -huh. Now, I started to get really good at it around 13, 14, 15. The same I, time you stopped growing. Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> um, but I was really good. And I, I wasn't sure that I was going to be a professional basketball player. Uh -huh. wasn't sure that I was, but I thought my game was there. And I would play basketball, I promise you, from 10 to 10 every day. Every day. I was playing basketball into late at night sometimes, too. In the middle of the night, we get up and go play ball. Why was I playing so much basketball? Because I loved it. And I got injured a lot. I mean, I've broken eight out of my ten fingers, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, my knees was always achy. My feet was always achy. But I had to play. And if a day or two came and I didn't play, my whole body felt funny, you know, because I loved it so much. Why? It was just a passion of mine. And because I loved it, I could endure the pain of the injuries. It does. Love does make you, uh, do, love does empower you to endure a lot more frustration, I think. Um, a lot more of things that might otherwise make you quit. When you love something, it just helps you to push past some of that. Yeah. When you loved it, you were able, I was able to because of my love of the game, because of my love. And, and with that kind of love, what is there anything in your life that you love like that or close to like that? Anything. Is there anything in your life that you love so much that you can lose yourself in doing it? I think so. I think helping people to identify that what they went through wasn't meant to really destroy them. Yeah. But showing them that what they went through was either trying to illuminate their their uh, attention on something or it was trying to develop a characteristic in them that would not have otherwise been developed. You know, um, my work, uh, I'm the sales confidence coach, and I, and I train only adults, okay? The people I'm working <clears> with are grown people, over 30, over 40, over 50, okay? Over 60 sometimes. 
I'm working with grown people. And when I work with them and they get to the place where they get to a level of understanding or when their eyes light up and they get to, I had no idea, Brian, about these things. What would my life have been like if I had learned these things earlier? You know, I hear these kinds of things often enough. And every time I'm pouring into them, not just because it's my curriculum. It's because what it's what I love to do, and I love to see them get it. Right, love, love to, to see to see the success. Yeah, I absolutely mm-hmm. love seeing the success in individuals as well. <clears throat> seeing them to embrace the fact that you know what they weren't um, singled out to endure this particular thing; they were singled out to overcome it, and they were singled out to help someone else get through it. Yes, yes. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. I'm happy to see you. Uh, Dr. Sister Jacqueline said, a cruise. I like, been on a couple. Dr. Deborah, yes, indeed. I look forward to meeting together. Kindred spirits. I believe you're right. Uh, I can easily see uh, Sister Jacqueline and Dr. Deborah becoming buddies, you know, BFFs. (laughs) Felicia said, yes, I love after writing a song. I was so passionate about and sharing it by playing it or singing it with everyone that would listen. I love that too. Now that's something cool Good morning, about you. Julie Ray. Thank you for joining us this you morning. You would write a song and play it and sing it? Wow. I think that's a beautiful thing. We got two minutes for our guest, y'all. Julie Ray Hammondtree, we're talking today about love. We're talking about love, letting love be your greatest weapon. We're talking about love. What do you love to do? What do you love uh, What do you love about people or things? What things do you love? And what do you love? about yourself. Dictionary definition is an intense feeling of deep affection. An intense (laughs) feeling of deep affection. That's what the dictionary calls it. (laughs) How do you, how does, um, how does love play into what you do every day? And could, I love the question. And could it play even a greater role? Could love play a greater role? Mm. I woke up today thinking about love, but also thinking about relaxing a little bit in my work day. (laughs) Okay. No, working still, but not as frenzied or harried. Uh, Hey, Felicia. Felicia says, I've never been on a cruise, and do you need a passport or to be vaccinated? This is um, the the cruise in October that we are planning. It is a vaccinated voyage. You do not need a passport. Um, You do not need a passport, however. You just need your uh, ID and your birth certificate. Um, It is a Caribbean cruise. Absolutely. It's beautiful. Um, I agree, Lisa. Love is powerful and empowering. I love love's layers and vibration. Yeah, yeah. All right, it's 9:14. Now, our guest coming up. Okay. All right, we're gonna do that too. But um, let me tell you some stuff. I, I met our guest, I think I met her in a clubhouse room, I think. Okay, and I think she was one of the featured speakers on the stage. I think that's when I met her. And then I checked out her stuff and I saw she had a huge following. Like right now on LinkedIn, I have 4,900 followers, 4,900 and something followers. That's pretty good, right? On LinkedIn, that's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Well, our guest has 9,927 followers as of this morning on LinkedIn. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she has a bigger audience too. Now, 
she goes by. Do you want to read it? No, I, no. I think you should read it because I want to keep asking her questions. Hey, Coach Tawana, thank you for joining. Where have you been? I saw you've been at a graduation lately. Dr. D. Bowden's. Yes. Yep. Friends of ours. And that's such a cool picture. You and Dr. D. Um, you read that because I'm going to keep talking, I think. Yeah, you always do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm excited to introduce the apartment lady which is a registered trademark. She is Professor LaShondra Graves, the founder of Apartment and Housing uh, Rentals Foundation and the Apartment Lady LLC, the producer of the Apartment Lady Speaks and is trying to save the world through collaboration. And we are coming so to the excited. stage, Miss LaShonda. Grace! Hey everybody, how are you? <laughs> good morning, good morning, my sister. How are you? I'm good, and yourself? Good. We're happy to have you. Good to see your face decorated. You heard us talk about you. You heard us read your bio, but I want to give you some time now. Please introduce yourself however you would like. Well, you guys did it so well, but I am the apartment lady, everybody, and founder of Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation. So... A lot of people have been asking or trying to figure out who is the apartment lady. I mean, she has 500,000 followers throughout all of the networks. And I don't really push that because I've been spending all of my time on just one pillar. And so the apartment lady consists of one, four pillars. One is the second chance rental eviction prevention, helping people get back on their feet. I do that through Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation, which is a, a seven-year-old 501c3 organization that do that specialize in second chance rental eviction prevention. The second pillar is about empowerment. So I'm so happy to be with you guys and have made friends with you guys over the past month because it's it, called empowerment, but it's moving people that I've given a hand up in the first pillar towards home ownership, um, financial literacy, uh, just being even more stable, getting them up on the ground. The third one is about education and knowledge. I mean, knowledge is power. So once someone have the house, what do you want to do to up your income so that you'd be making living wage. Don't get me wrong. I help people buy houses making on minimum wage because people think buying a house, you have to have a 700 credit score. I mean, you can buy a house and even get the hood first time home buyer grant with just a 580 credit score and being on your job two years and having um, no late payments on your credit for 12 months. People don't know that. People don't even know that you, you're you considered a first-time home buyer every two years, even well, if you don't have a home. I didn't know that. People, those type of things. And so now it's about empowerment, wealth management, education, um, getting people up to the point where they're making a living wage because people don't understand this as well when those terms living wage middle middle income you know rich came out people it was common to have a two-parent household so you were either getting two incomes or 
um, the one parent was able to be the homemaker and that gave the other parent the energy and the ability to make to go out for a, a medium right. or a living wage today uh, i want to say minimum income or minimum wage that is not a living wage but today the dynamics of parenthood has changed because we have a lot of single parents we don't see as many two-parent households right. and then we have um my 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 favorite pillar that's when i can actually help them build a company if they want if they so choose and help them market themselves and brand themselves and things like that so it, it took me it took even me a while to figure out those four pillars and mm -hmm. put them all under the apartment lady and still stay on my theme of helping people stay sheltered Amen. now you got some comments here um but i want to i'm gonna come back to it but first off um uh dr deborah wanted to highlight that children are her heart and then she went and said, wow, what a what a great mission and vision. Um, Brittany also says, wow. Um, but I also wanted to ask this before we get into more deeply. All of this, 500,000 followers over, over different platforms, all of this work, the four pillars, why do you do it? Why? Okay. We've been talking about love today, but why do you do it? What started you on this journey and why do you do it? It's, it's love. It's, it's my mom, you know. Um, my pain god allowed my to allow me to turn my pain into purpose um my mom paranoid schizophrenic we were in foster homes i went to a different grammar school every year of my life and so although she was paranoid schizophrenic me and my two brothers we loved her i mean we we loved our mom most children that get taken from foster care they still love their mom especially when they're not beaten or that's not the reason why they're being taken away the reason why we were being taken away is one she couldn't maintain and so every time she would fight to get us back and then we would and then she would get an apartment and get evicted because she'd rather spend her money on making us happy then pay her rent. So after so long, get evicted. Now we're back walking the streets or back in shelters. And then we would end up back in the foster home because she would stop taking her medicine during that time. And so that's why it was eight different grammar schools, three different high schools, because it was back to back to back. Hmm. However, um, a tragedy happened. I eventually, we got out of the foster home for good at about 14. I want to say, and because it's hard to place teenagers and yeah. um, my brothers, I was 14. My brother was 13. My other brother was 12. My mom was still doing her back and forth, but I, I co-leased my first apartment from somebody, from a friend and the projects like, Hey, I will pay your rent if you know, and I will give you extra so that we have a place to stay. That didn't work out because those type of situations never do. But mm -hmm. after doing it for a couple years, um, I we ended up with my grandmother. And one night, my brother um, came home and it, I was in me. And at that time, I had a daughter. I had my daughter at 14. My brother came home and we were 
me and my daughter was in the bed that he would usually sleep in because I think there were some extra people at my grandmother's two bedroom house. Um, and he left and to go to my aunt's house, which was the next building. Cause this is all happening in the projects, Chicago. When he left some, uh, one of his friends convinced him to go outside to go to a party. He went to the party and he got killed that night mm -hmm. at that party. My mom just, she just kind of gave up. So this was like 27, 24 years ago. My mom completely gave up at that time. So I've been taking care of her um, for years. So I want to do this story really, really quick. And so I started Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. God had me start Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation because um he realized what I was going to be doing. I didn't realize what I was going to be doing, but he did. And so in 2014, he had me start Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. I started it, but I became a professor at the same time and wrote a book at the same time. So I didn't really think about it. Uh, moving right along and fast forwarding, seven years later, my brother's birthday comes up. Um, he's February 12th. And my mom who is now has been diagnosed with lung cancer. She's like, she, I never talked to her about my brother. It's been so many years. I never talked to her about him. And she called me and she said, I need to get an apartment. I need to get a three bedroom apartment for all of you guys. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of like broke me down. It made me realize, yeah, Chandra, she's been holding this for all these years. She's thinking wow. because she didn't have an apartment, for us, he didn't have a place to stay and got killed in the streets of Chicago at 16. She's been holding that for all these years. And now that she's let that go, our relationship is better. She's taking their medicine. She's in her right mind, remembering things. But that love for my brother, my mom, is why Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation is my passion. Absolutely. Wow. Thank you for um, sharing that story so transparently with us. And listening to your story, um, I'm going to catch up the comments in just a moment, but listen to your story, an apartment is just not just a place. It's a place to live, but it's also stability. It's also protection, security, your stuff. It's a home. Okay, it's a home. And without a home, people unbalanced. Um, your story is, Lisa has a lot of parallels to your story, Okay. And, and I don't even like her to tell it that much because it's hard for me to hear because I wasn't there to protect her, you know? Right. So, and it's hard for me to hear. I'm glad she got her tissues in her hand. There ain't, this is not yeah. what we're supposed to be doing today. <laughs> <laughs> you ladies, you ladies. Oh my gosh. But the thing about it, LaShondra, the thing about it is even through having been through something as tragic and traumatic as that, we found purpose in it. Amen. We found purpose in it. And I believe that that's why yeah. you were selected. That's why I was selected to do what I do. That's why I work with Home For Me, the, the voice for teens who are aging out of foster care. Because I heard you when you said at 12, 13, and 14, if you haven't been placed yet, you're not likely to be placed. Yeah. And at 18, whatever has happened, you're done. You're an adult now. You better go figure it out. And that's why it's so apartment so important that there are organizations such as the Apartment Lady <clears throat> um, Organization for Housing. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm trying to pull it back together. I'm saying. 
Hey, look. Y'all chip, y'all cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah. grateful that you are continuing to do what you do as well. Um yeah. you want to catch up on something? Yes, Katura says life changing, life shaping. Dr. Beverly says beautiful. Um, Dr. Deborah Dustin says, What a well laid out program plan. She's the nonprofit strategist and she's the best at it. So she mm-hmm. believes in your program the way you laid it out. Let like and get funding support. Julie Ray Hammertree says, if you have not owned a primary residence for at least three years, you could qualify as a first-time home buyer. Typically, she's a, a real estate agent. Okay. Amen. Uh, Felicia Gardner says, Wow, thanks for doing what you do. There are so many families displaced living in hotels that are talk taking advantage of them through these hard times, raising their hotel rates off because they know they have nowhere to go. Um, and Brock Beverly says, in his strength. KT um, says, I was on my own at 16. I definitely understand that. Um, Felicia says, do you help with families in Atlanta? I know a family that really needs to get an apartment. They're a young couple with two small kids, one being a child with special needs. Hey, Emilio. What's up? We got celebrities in here today. Not only do we have a John <laughs> we got Emilio Guevara in here as well. Oh, man. We got, do you know Emilio, um, LaShondra? No. You're going to need to get to know him. He knows everybody, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> he knows everybody that makes a lot of money, put it that way. <laughs> Look, I did, did I say that it was a 501c3? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been beautiful. Actually, it's been prettier than I thought it was going to be in the beginning because you two ladies can't help but matching hearts, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually became kindred. Um, I think that she and I, that LaShondra and I, became kindred as a part of the success conference Yes, and the leading up to that, we just connected and we hadn't even had a chance to really solidify some of this information that's really explaining it. But we just connected our hearts together back then, like last month, it feels like last year already, but (laughs) right. Right. So that's, so I met you in a clubhouse and you and Lisa was in the success conference. Yes. And I think I talked to Lisa about that and you have been a part of, um, Story time with Paul Paul B. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm coming tonight, y'all. Oh man, I got three. I'm doing it only Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I got three good stories tonight at 9 p.m. So I got one coming tonight. So back on my it's eight, it's 8 p.m. at my time. So okay. Yeah. Okay. You're in what city? Uh, Chicago. All right. And is your organization national? Because we had someone ask about Atlanta. Yes, we are national. Um, we help in every state. Uh, by me d- being a social media professor or doing social media for 13 years, we develop um, an online model um, replicate of what we're doing in Chicago because we started in Chicago back in 2016. So you could help that family in Atlanta? Yes. Yes. Did you see what Emilio wrote? She wrote, he says, I, I definitely, definitely make, make a, a donation to her organization. Great call. Amen. Hey, Amen. He does what he said he's going to do, too. Amen. Okay. That would be awesome. Um, but if you guys don't have any more questions, I just want to talk about Lisa and our connection. And go ahead, please. Children. I just want to hear you talk anyway, so go ahead. <laughs> Lisa, you... And I, I don't, we just connected, like you said, I mean, you and Brian, you, I mean, you guys are a couple that was so easy to fall in love with. You were so transparent. Um, 
you're always happy even at eight o'clock. It's it's eight <laughs> o'clock for me. I'm like, it's eight o'clock. And every time I catch their show, they are happy. That can't be fake. You know, I can't fake it for long anyway. <laughs> I, look, you can't fake it for long. But right. when I see you guys, I see one. You know, I, I was having, I had um, totally said, that. like, I see you guys and I just don't see you separate. And that's different, especially today. That's mm -hmm. how it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm very, very grateful to have met you and just. I'm looking forward to everything that we're going to be doing together because I remember that uh, show where you were talking about the children aging out of foster care. Mm -hmm. We're actually starting this. We're we've connected with a company that does that um, that house children aging out of foster care. They're starting us out with a couple, but right now they have about sixty, and we're going to start out with a couple children. Um, oh, youth. They cannot be, they, no, it's not youth. Not, youth. They're not yeah. children, they're youth. They're youth. <laughs> right. Yeah. Youth, aging out of foster care. And I'm mm -hmm. so excited about that. So I have so many questions for you. And they, they don't, not on these shows, right? <laughs> <laughs> we can definitely talk offline as well. We don't okay. have to just talk here. Alicia wants to know, how does she connect the family to you for help in Atlanta? Um, what they have to do, they have to go to our website. I will put it there. If you go to www.theapartmentlady.org, okay. they can click wherever it says become a member, lady.org. They can click wherever it says become a member, um, and then they'll be able to pick a program once they get to the application. So um, that family possibly wants to pick uh, Second Chance Rentals. Second chance rental. Now, someone else earlier said um, they wanted to figure out a way to connect with you. One of the one of the things Lisa and I noticed when we have guests on our show, we've had guests for years. Invariably, somebody's going to want to connect with our guest in some kind of a way, uh, whether they want to be supportive of what you do or just follow what you're doing. How would how do you prefer people do that when they just want to connect with Lashonda Graves, the apartment lady? You know, honestly. I think that we should be connecting where I'm the most happy, <laughs> which is my social networks. LinkedIn is uh, becoming my, my favorite right now. And so I think if you connect with me on LinkedIn, but if you want to connect on a personal, a more uh, private level, I will give you my email address, um, lgrays at theapartmentlady.com. I got it, and I will have it up on the screen in just a moment. All right. So that's exciting, everything you've done. And, man, thank you for being so transparent. Do you have anything upcoming or, or anything to announce that you would like to let everybody know about? Yes. Um, we are opening our Gently Used store. Gently Used store? Yep. So it'll be Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation gently used store. We're currently taking donations um, for that store and it has been amazing. I mean, we're getting donations <clears throat> during a time where people need the most help. Um, we're getting shoes, Christmas trees, 
because as you guys know, this pandemic isn't over. As a matter of fact, it's been yo-yoing with the numbers. And so, yeah. but, but the protections are over, which doesn't make sense. But we still have to live. Well, I mean, the rental protections are gone, so people can be evicted now, even though the employment is in, unstable and all of that. It's just ugly. It's ugly. It's oh my gosh, it's it's so ugly. And um, now, you know, and I just want to talk about this for a minute about this pandemic, if it's okay with you guys. Sure. Well, we got another six minutes with you. They're telling people that um, in Illinois, they're saying if you don't get the vaccination, you can't get medical care if you come into the hospital with COVID-related symptoms, wow. which I am for the vaccination. Don't get me wrong, because I want people to go back to work, even though they're making minimum wage, which I just explained it is not living wage because the apartments have been outpriced right. for uh, minimum wage since 2008. But it's it, it's it's just too tragic. They they went away with all the protections. I I get it, you guys. A lot of people took advantage of some of the protections, but more people did. More people really needed. It. They're looking at the numbers where of the people that took advantage, but that's not the bigger number. Right, much big, bigger number of people. No, need. people need help, and and. So we're, you know, we're, we, we have people that um, haven't had furniture in over a year. So opening this second chance, this second apartment housing rentals foundation, gently used store is going to be <coughs> for us because then people can donate furniture and things like that. And although we'll be using this as um, we have um, getting people jobs because all our employees will obviously be our um, members and members that are possibly homeless and meet that workforce experience but just being able to have a child sleep in the bed or <coughs> in the Absolutely. in the winter in chicago we do winters you wouldn't believe that yes the children may have on a coat but we see so many children with no gloves, no hats, no scarves, because the families don't think that that is essential. But it really is because, I mean, you can't just keep your hands in your pocket and then you right. need your head to be covered up because that's your that's where your brain is. Yeah. And so, um, you know, getting these type of donations would be a blessing for Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. And so if you know, if you want to uh, figure out where to send those donations, I would suggest using my email address and connecting with me directly. Um, our Christmas party this year is strictly online. And so what we're doing is because we are national, we are giving away Walmart gift cards for $25. We're only going to give away 100 but as, as the parents, as the families come in, uh, we'll be able to give them away to any family in any state. That's a be beautiful thing. That's an um, awesome thing. We've got three, two minutes left with you, three, two or three minutes left with you. And um, you've been so wonderful and so warm today. Um, but I want to give you these time to speak to our loving audience directly. 
our audience is mature. It's entrepreneurial. It's very loving, very supportive of each other. And um, if there's anything you want to leave our audience with, please, I'm going to give you the platform. Lashandra. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just waiting. <laughs> I was saying, I want to give you the platform. If there's any thoughts or anything on your heart you want to leave our audience with. It was that Papa B voice, like. You guys, um, a lot of these people that um, that are homeless or maybe face an eviction or may have already been evicted, these aren't people that they're not, that's not working. People want to say some homeless person, you know, they need to get a job or they need to do this. That's not the case. Um, we're not set up. The society is not set up for single families. However, they have nurtured or grew, you know, this, this um, ritual of becoming a single parent by, you know, and it, it happened a long time ago. Once you start splitting the households up, it become a normal thing. And then you guys have to understand, people don't understand the difference between minimum wage and living wage. Living wage is double a minimum wage. And so living wage was um, came into existence when we had two family households, two family households, because in order to make a living wage, you need two minimum wages in order to become a, a um, a living wage. You guys, the housing market has outpriced the market rent um, back in 2008. And so people are really, really struggling. Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we want to connect with as many organizations as possible because I know my passion, but you guys, other organizations have so much to add to the table. We can only give them what we have. We It's going to take a village to do it. So if you're willing to partner with us, if it, even if it's um, offering budgeting classes, financial literacy, tenants' rights classes, workforce development, um, if you have apartments that you want to help with second chance rentals or eviction prevention, if you're an, an attorney and you want to help Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we are a 501c3 organization. We know time costs. And so your time could be factored in if that's what it's going to take because we need help. It's gonna take a village to tackle what's going on right now. In certain states, it's cold. Chicago, it's cold. New York, it's cold. And people are being evicted. I just um, I just managed an eviction where the young lady just moved out into a second chance rental yesterday. People are still being evicted. Thank you guys. Thank you so much wow. for, for just sharing your heart with the audience. Thank you so much for giving everybody a chance to understand what's going on. A lot of times we have our head in the sand and it's not because we want to or we intend to, but sometimes we just don't see, we don't know what we don't know. And I am grateful that there are some people that are not just commiserating about it, but are doing something about it. And if we can collaborate to help bring these solutions to a wider audience, I definitely want to do that. So thank you so much for allowing us to participate in this as well. LaShonda, um, can you hang out in the green room for a little bit? A few minutes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. 
we got a few uh, comments on the screen, and a lot of people have been asked, um, is it available in, in all states? Absolutely, yes. You can go to theapartmentlady.org to find out more about it in your area. You can contact her directly at lgraves at theapartmentlady.com and definitely will be able to get you to the right organization if you want to donate time, if you want to donate money. I would uh, I would direct you to email lgraves at theapartmentlady.com. Thank you, Jacqueline, for posting that. Jacqueline, thank you for posting the, la the link as well. She says, I am supporting and I need the email. So we got you the email now. I agree with you, Katura. She says, no one should be forced to take the vaccination, but there are some jobs that are now requiring it. And because of that, they, we are encouraging um, the people who are trying to keep their jobs. If there's no other way, that's what she's saying is at least let's get them in a position where they can fund themselves in some way. Did you see? Um, I agree, Katura. However, I agree with Katura. No one should be forced to take the vaccine. However, however um, New York City um, just made a mandate for all public employers that mm -hmm. all their people have to be vaccinated. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Okay, who knows what the ramifications are of that? That means if, if you have a company, okay, any public company that you have employees, everybody that works there has to be vaccinated now? What if they choose not to? That means they lose their job? Right. It's going to be worse. Whether it's for religious reasons or for whatever reason or because just because you don't have enough faith in the vaccination process, whatever that or reason you just don't is, want there, to. there are a lot of ramifications that are associated with it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to cruise with my mom and my aunts this uh, this this October. And my mom said, baby, you're going to have to come visit me because I'm not taking that vaccination. And it's right. a vaccinated voyage. Yes. And, you know, there's a lot of ramifications associated with it. And there are sometimes in some conditions, where, which is why we choose economic independence as empowerment. When you are held financially responsible to someone else, they have your empowerment. Yeah. They have your empowerment. Economic independence is empowerment. If you don't have to look to someone else for your financial wherewithal, for your uh, financial decisions, then a lot of times you can make some choices based upon your own decisions. That versus is our ministry. Economic independence, independence. Each of these words matter. Economic independence through entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Absolutely. KT says, I saw that they're doing it all over in uh, North Carolina now as well, uh, requiring the vaccination. It's everywhere. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know the big picture of why and all of that kind of stuff. I don't trust a lot of it either. You know, but for example, um, I would take the vaccination if it's a means to an end for me. OK, like to take this cruise. I want to take the cruise. So um to take the cruise, I'm willing to do the vaccination, but just to take the cruise. I don't want to take it for the sport of taking it. I don't want to take it just to get my job. Okay. Coach Tawana, we love you back. We love you back. And she says she's, she was, uh, she chimed in. Uh, coach Tawana is the LinkedIn coach also, in case you guys didn't know that. But uh, she chimed in when, when uh, LaShondra said that she enjoys LinkedIn, uh, loving LinkedIn. Uh, coach Tawana, I am learning to love LinkedIn as well. 
Antoine and Shaconda were given a choice to get it or get fired. That's KT's son wow. and daughter. They were given a choice to get it or be fired. How is that cho a choice? Right. You actually consider that a choice, right? Right. Get the vaccination or be fired. Well, I need my income. That's why I hit my here in the first place. I'm here in the first place because I need the money from the job. And Shaconda works from home. So what kind of sense does that make that I have to get a vaccination when I'm going to be at home by myself? Because the companies have mandates that everyone that works I for the understand. company. I understand. Yeah, but it makes no sense. Let's <laughs> do this here. Uh, Dr. Beverly says, speaking of love, I have to tell you that love is hard for me in certain areas. I told you all before I was kidnapped and held against my will for two years by someone who said they loved me. And then so happened yesterday, someone who knew me saw me and grabbed me and thought that I wasn't alive because of the stories that they were told. Wow. This guy hooked me until he hugged me until he cried and told me that seeing me was evidence that he didn't have to kill himself. We Whoa. can keep going keep, and he can keep going. Your and life matters. It does matter. Your life Thank matters. You Every single that. one of you guys, your life matters. I can only imagine being kidnapped for two years. I was held for a couple of months. Uh, by uh, someone who was who was supposedly keeping me to themselves, and it was challenging. It was Dr. Deborah tells a story of how she was um, kidnapped absolutely, as well. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's happening around you guys too. But man, um, I am so excited about um, um, our guest today, and I'm so excited about all of you guys contributing. Mm -hmm. This show is called "Let's Talk About It." It's personal conversations. Business information and spiritual inspiration with That's, a little bit of shenanigans thrown in. Her name is Lisa Santiago McNeil, and my husband is Brian K. McNeil. Now, we're going to do this. The show's been going on since October 2016. We've got four minutes left on the air with you guys, and we are going to attempt to thank you guys the way we do. And the way we thank you is with greeting songs and the greeting logos. We went a little bit longer with our guest because she was so warm and so loving, and I wanted to give her more time today. Absolutely. But up absolutely. first is Dr. Deborah Dunstan. Dr. Deborah, nonprofit strategist and funding coach. Mm. Good morning, Dr. <laughs> Deborah. Uh, our sister Brittany Thomas is here. Hey, Brittany. Thank you so much for coming today. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany Thomas. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. It's Brittany. Brittany. It's your time. It's your time, yeah. Our beautiful, our friend Jacqueline Rosier is here, Jack, according to Jacqueline. Jacqueline Rosier, pretty little girl that I adore. You're the only one my heart beats for. I'm so glad that you are mine. Good morning again, Brother Dexter. Dexter, thank you so much for joining us today. Felicia, Felicia Gardner is here. Felicia, hey, Felicia. Felicia, we love you. You're, You're the, the one, one, the one, one for me. me. Our, our friend Katura, KT, KT is here. Back to life, back to Katura Green. However, do you want it? However, do you need it? Do you need it? You know, you can get a jam too if you keep contributing to our show. That's it. We'll get you a jam as well. Beverly said, Dr. Beverly has a logo, and it goes, Dr. Beverly is on the show. Good morning, Dr. Beverly. 
and I think I saw um Julie Ray Hammondtree. Julie Ray Hammondtree is here. Julie Ray Hammondtree. Find, Find out, out what she means to me. Julie Ray Hammondtree. <laughs> For you ladies that are going to attend tonight, make sure that you go to women's empower women empowerment networks.com. Women empowermentnetworks.com to register for tonight at 7 p.m. We look forward to seeing you there, Brian. And we also have Male Empowerment Networks. MaleEmpowermentNetworks.com. Men need men. We meet it tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Let's absolutely, uh, absolutely. I thought Shai Smith is here. And when she sees your face, <laughs> there's not a thing that, that she would, would change because Shai will accept you just, just the, the way, way you are. Good the morning. Way you are. I thought I saw Miss Phyllis too. You saw Miss Phyllis. Yes, Miss Phyllis did. is here. So clear the way. Miss Phyllis is here. Now we can all have a great day. Hey, Emilio, thank you again <coughs> so much for coming, for tuning in today. I am so happy to you guys for, for just taking some time out of your morning. I'm trying to scroll and read at the same okay. time. All right. <laughs> Liz Georgia says, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, too, for having me. We're so glad that you are here. I am so appreciative of you coming. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And Miss Felicity here. I just did it. Okay. And Jacqueline says, this is love to me. Having a great guest like LaShondra for uh -huh. me is love at work. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it, it is. And do you notice how many of our songs actually have the word love in them? I love and it. acceptance. <laughs> love and acceptance is in so many of the songs because it is part of what we do. We love you. We, we appreciate you for being here with you. us. We got to get out of here. But tonight we do have Women's Empowerment Network at 7 p.m. Um, and you can go to that website Lisa just gave you and male empowerment networks for men and teenage men, uh, age 12 and up at 7 p.m. as well. Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, mm -hmm. 9 p.m. We're gonna do story time with Paul Paul B. And wow. I got a good one lined up tonight, y'all. I can't wait to tell the story. That's right. Uh, Coach Tawana, Team Mohawk. Woo yes, <laughs> I got my mobile mohawk back. My handle. <laughs> We got to go, y'all. I love you. I love you. And it is Tuesday. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. And don't forget to have sex.